Hello and welcome to Secrets of Organ Playing podcast. We are your hosts, Vidas Pinkavichus and Oshamut Zeta Pinkavichin. We've been mastering secrets of organ playing for more than 20 years and sharing them on this blog since 2011. On this show, which we create from our home in Vilnius, Lithuania, we strive to help you grow in every area of organ playing, including practice, technique, repertoire, sight reading, hymn playing, improvisation, composition, music theory, harmony, and many others. Our hope is to help you become a complete musician, or what we call as total organist, a program which we have created to help you reach your dreams faster than you would do on your own. If you are new here, we invite you to subscribe to receive free updates of this blog at organduo.lt. By subscribing, you will also receive free video on how to master any organ composition and 10-day organ playing mini course. And now let's go to the podcast for today. Hi guys, this is Vidas. And Osha. Let's start episode 283 of Secrets of Organ Playing Podcast. This question was sent by William. He wrote, Hello again. Question. I'm working on some choral preludes from Orgelbuchlein by Bach. When there is a melody separated from left hand and pedal, do you articulate all of the parts? Thank you, William. Uh, let's imagine if if I understand this question correctly. What's your uh, idea, Osha, about the situation? Well, of course you have to articulate all parts. Because that's what Baroque music does. You need to play them articulately. When there is a melody separated from left hand and pedal. Ah, he, he means... He means like, like for example, chorale, like when we're in Hoechst and Newton, for example. ornamented yes. yes, when you have ornamented cantus firmus, most often it's in the right hand. Sometimes you could have it in the left in the tenor. Uh, left hand in more advanced corals. But yes, you need to articulate all parts. And uh, I see why he has this question, right? Because if the top voice is so important and melodically ornate and beautiful, maybe he thinks that this is the voice he, he needs to articulate. And other parts are not that important, like accompaniment. Um what I'm thinking is more of um, playing with four different instruments, right? Uh, how about uh, Cantus Firmus playing with, I don't know, oboe, then uh, maybe uh, alto with violin, uh, tenor with uh, viola, could be, and then the bass with what? Bassoon, let's say, or uh, cello. Right, even doubled with the double bass. So all those different uh, instruments should do some kind of articulation, also, right? Yes, that's right. Because they're doing dialogue and duets with each other and commenting on each other's uh, musical ideas. 
And no, to to get you to give you more ideas about how baroque music should should sound, how it should be articulated, I think you need to you know to listen to some recordings of Bach Bach cantatas or you no know, his instrumental music. There are so many nice recordings on the YouTube that could give you you know a clearer idea how things worked in baroque time. And then you will see that you know each voice is important. When a violin plays, for example, a passage, uh, unless it is indicated legato, they would make um, articulation with bowing, right? Down, up, down, up, and this short instance when the bow is changed is is an articulation. That's right. And, you know, especially when you have, you know, ornamented chorales, like, 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 like William mentioned in his question, it's only, you know, a question of how much you need to articulate. Mm-hmm. And it depends on what kind of instrument you are playing, what kind of acoustics it is in, built in. And you need also to vary articulation between, you know, your hands and, and your feet. Mm-hmm. Because if it's, you know, if a cantus firmus or, you know, solo voice is very or- ornamented, you probably will articulate it a little bit less because you have many, you know, diminished notes, many mm-hmm. small note values. And, of course, you will play that, that voice a little bit more Legato, but not legato, still, you know, quasi-legato. People downstairs will think it is legato, yes. but up, upstairs you will make articulation. That's right. And then probably, you know, the baseline and your left hand, you will have to articulate a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Because they're moving in, in um, longer note values. Sure. And especially no baseline because obviously you will be using 16 foot stop in the pedal. And the bass usually moves in eight notes that way. And imagine cello playing with different bowing right, left, right, left. That's also articulation for each and every eight note. Um, and then, for example, if, if you are imitating a wind instrument like oboe, it's done with tonguing too. That's right, yes. Taka, 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 taka. Uh, with, uh, with trumpets, I don't know. Uh, or with oboe. Also, something similar. Baroque articulation was called ordinary touch. And it was so common that pe- people or composers didn't even notate on this sure part. because it was a common tradition and everybody you know knew it mm-hmm. what they did notate is when when articulation was different like articulate like legato yes, or staccato those few places where you have to play legato they will be indicated in this right but check if the score is original not edited you know in modern times well, and I don't think that in modern times many editors use this legato in Baroque music. Mm-hmm. I think this was common in a period of, you know, late 19th century and the early 20th century. Right. Yes. So those are the most, you know, dangerous additions to look at. Mm-hmm. 
excellent question that William has sent, right, Osha? Yes, yes. I would never even think about it myself, know that, that these kind of questions could arise, but it's fascinating. It's truly fascinating. You know, what is self-understandable for us, like second nature, for a lot of people who haven't played for 25 or 30 years like we are doing, uh, it's it's really a mystery sometimes, secret, a secret. So secrets of organ playing, that's yes. what we are revealing. Yes, and actually this kind of question, you know, makes you to look at the issues, various issues in a different angle, in a different light, in a different perspective, and it's fascinating. You know, this organ technique book by George Ritchie and George Stauffer that we so often recommend and use in our teaching, uh, George Ritchie uh, writes about articulation and has some exercises there, early music articulation, that if you want to achieve articulate legato with five fingers, first try to play the same passage with one finger, second or third finger, and do it as legato as possible, right? It will not, it should not sound like too detached. Uh, instead, uh, aim for a singing manner, cantabile manner, as legato as possible with one finger, and then try to repeat the same thing with five fingers, normal normal fingering. That's your articulate legato. That's a good exercise that you are telling, you know, everybody needs to try it. And, you know, from my experience with my students, you know, and probably with myself long time ago, I could see that when you are starting to learn Baroque articulation, first of all, you are playing everything to legato, because it's hard for you, you know, to articulate each note. And after that, it comes sort of, you know, the second step when you are playing everything separately, but, you know, your articulation is too short, everything sounds almost staccato and sort of almost, you know, unmusical and very unnatural. And after this one, you sort of start beginning to regulate everything. Mm-hmm. And then it becomes, you know, as it should be. Neither too short, nor too long. Uh, so the first step is uh, to play to legato. The second step is too detached. And the third step is sort of in the middle. And it's sort of very hard, you know, to... To overcome each of this you no know, step, mm-hmm. you cannot jump right away to you know the last one. What's the next level after you have mastered this? Well, I don't know. Uh, now today you are not even thinking about that when you're sight reading, even right? Yes. What do you think about instead? When you think in general more, you know about the meaning of a piece, about structure, about all those things. Hmm. About um, how the piece is put together. Yes. Harmonies. Yes, and if it's you no know, choral-based work, you think more about text painting, about all those baroque rhetoric figures. 
right. about instrument that that piece originally was composed on. Hmm. Interesting. So each level of advancement uh, has its own uh, advantages and disadvantages and shortcomings and also benefits. Beginner, uh, remember, we also have to cultivate beginner's mind in order to understand how other people feel. And sometimes we forget how we started, right? Uh, I remember that uh, articulation was a mystery to me uh, for, I don't know how many years, at least probably five years, at least probably uh, when we met, met Pamela in Michigan. Yes, and you know, for me it was really a mystery until I tried, you know, a pedal clavichord. Mm-hmm. I think that pedal clavichord finally you know, taught me to articulate. Mm-hmm. And that was in Sweden uh, in, in 2000. Yes, because, you know, sometimes you can cheat on the organ, actually, and, you know, cover things up while playing the organ, but you cannot do it on when you play a clavichord. You will not hide anything. And knowing, and knowing that the clavichord was a regular practice instrument for organists back in the day, then it reveals you all those secrets. So, Osha, final advice for all, everybody listening. Uh, wouldn't it be wise to travel a little bit more and uh, try out as many historical instruments as possible? Yes, if you have possibility, then travel. If you don't, then you know, try to listen more to, to historical recordings made on historical instruments. Mm-hmm. You know, it will give you... Pretty clear idea. Wonderful. Thank you guys for sending those thoughtful questions that we even sometimes don't think people, you know, encounter those problems. Apparently they do, and we're so glad to help you out. And keep sending them more, and we will try to help you advanced in the future. This was Vidas. And Osha. And remember, when you practice, miracles happen. This blog is supported by Total Organist, the most comprehensive organ training program online, where you will find courses for every area of organ playing, including technique, practice, sight reading, repertoire playing, hymn playing, improvisation, composition, music theory and harmony, with hundreds of scores and thousands of exercises. Here is what some of the students are saying. Hugh writes, the sight reading course has helped me tremendously. Thank you very much for your essays, courses and all your help. Robert writes, I found the fingerings, registration ideas and general comments to be excellent. John writes, I have found your download very helpful. It was really excellent. I have watched some of your teaching videos and when I read your instructions. I try to imagine you are there teaching me. You may feel disappointed that I am two three days behind, but I am a slow learner and I have committed to taking the time to get it right, as you say. But the other night my wife commented that she had never heard me play such a detailed melody in the left hand so well. 
My left hand is generally poor. Robert writes, It has been a great pleasure in my life of having discovered your courses and material as well as the YouTube work of recordings. You have a calm and pleasant way of teaching. Ron writes, Hi Vidas and Osha. Thank you guys. What a wonderful response to my email note to you. You've got me right, and I feel you understand my level of playing. Yes, at home and lucky that I have an organ for that reason. I am paying attention to this, and I am going to try this haha no longer secret model. Yes, and I love Caesar Frank too. What is very nice about your blog podcast is that Osha and Vidas are like a Socratic dialogue, and by bouncing things off of each other, so much more information comes out and is expressed. Your comments contain a wealth of information and understanding. I really appreciate this. It is very inspiring and will keep us moving forward. Would you like to receive the same or even better results that our students are getting? If so, join them at organduo.lt slash total dash organist. And of course, you will get the first month free too. You can cancel anytime. Also, if you haven't yet subscribed to receive free updates of this blog, make sure you do that at organduo.lt. By subscribing, you will also receive free video How to Master Any Organ Composition and 10-Day Organ Playing Mini Course. This was Vidas and Osha from Secrets of Organ Playing. And remember, when you practice, miracles happen.